You're listening to DraftKings Network. Real quick before the show starts, I just want to apologize. We had a little bit of an audio mishap. So for this entire episode, my audio will be echoed. Now Christian's. Christian's perfectly fine. Very clear. Uh, once again, uh, his is without a problem. Mine, always an issue. I honestly think he's doing it on purpose. But yeah, you are going to hear me echoed throughout this entire episode. I apologize. Uh, again, there's nothing we can do to fix it at this point. It is what it is. So uh, here is the episode. Hopefully, it's not too annoying. My lat troops. Back again. About my blood clot, Yang. All of that. Man came on the Kooligans and shut the thing down. Make sure you watch. If you don't, you're a ham roll, blood. Yes. Let's go. What is good, everyone? Welcome to another, to the final Prem Show of 2021. Uh, Ooh, the guy you said 2021. 2021. I was like, what did Christian out tell me? Uh, this is the this is the series finale of 2021. Welcome. To <laughs> My name is Christian Polanco. That's, That's right, it is, and I'm Alexis Guerrero. There it is. Uh, people are, are redeeming their channel points with their air horns. <laughs> we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest. Football slash soccer show right here on Twitch every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's right. We also happen to be the gulliest and your shouts to everyone in the Twitch chat right now. If you want to join the Twitch, if you want to be a part of the funny people we mentioned all day during this entire uh, show, all you got to do is go to edtwitch.com or twitch.tv slash soccer cool. We got some uh, funny people over here. Barry, going to say ping pong. And... Uh, Trey Young. <laughs> Yo, you know Trey Young can, can't come to Dykeman? Uh, what's your call? Uh, MLS Ireland. MLS Ireland. MLS Ireland, Ireland says, what's, what's up, up, lads? What's up, MLS Ireland? Uh, the you know what's got me missing Ireland right now? I've, on YouTube, I found a guy called the uh, Guinness Guru, mm. and all he does is go to different bars with, with the wild herpes on his lip. Thank you, man. Just do. Perfect timing. Thank you for hosting me. Okay, wait. What? Yo, my guy got wild herp on his lip, like egregious herp. Just ask you, missing Ireland. What? No, hold on. Not just that part. Not just that part. He goes to different pubs and rates their Guinness, and that's it. But with so what? Where does the herpes come into play? Just he does this while also having water. <laughs> um, the whole time I'm like, has no one ever mentioned the herp? How about you don't film when you flaring up, my G? <laughs> he got wild herp on the lid. Okay, uh, always a fun. Just, he must be stressed. <laughs> he must, must really. <laughs> Alexis misses Ireland because of herpes. Yeah, you know when you when you leave the herpes behind. You, you, <laughs> you tend to have what happens in Ireland <laughs> stays in Ireland. No, no but, but the, the guy, guy, you know, like we, we have, have people, people that rate food here in the states. states. This, this guy, guy just just Guinness. Guinness. That's, That's it. it. Well, we should do a show where we rate the herp on his lip while he's re- while he's reviewing the Guinness. <laughs> Bro, pull it up. <laughs> it's because significant. <laughs> it is <laughs> going to be. And it, it should be credited, credited <laughs> on the show. It's a character. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know how like a, the, the your sitcom has a fun musical intro and then the herpes yeah. has like a, a fun little. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, 
It's, it's not, not even a guest star. star. It's, it's a, a recurring character. character. <laughs> it's significant <laughs> enough to be on the call sheet. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I promise we'll get to the football in a moment. But uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Uh, happy uh, happy holidays. Uh, 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 happy New Year, which is uh, coming up in a, in a couple of days. 2021 uh, was trash for some was was uh you know successful for for others who knows it's been an absolute mess but we are trying to find the positive and make the most of it uh but everybody thank you so you know we'll, we'll say it uh, uh throughout the show but everybody who's uh listened to the cool against you what you whether you follow us watch the tv show or whatever uh absolutely grateful to you it's been a uh an interesting year of, of trying to uh make things feel somewhat normal but then uh omicron was like hold up fam because i, yeah. I ain't done I, I was trying to talk to you and you didn't want to finish our conversation so i really had a much like the herpes and won't go away <laughs> okay i came here i i'm here with a new name okay i got <laughs> i got a new fit all right, and I, I changed, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I promise you, I'm never gonna leave. leave you. I'm different now, okay? Yo, Yo what, what you know about, about that long COVID, <laughs> girl? Okay, how many inches is that COVID? Okay, dang. Wow, I know how many to ventilator. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I can handle all that. Okay, uh, <laughs> so. Oh, again, we're, look, we're trying to uh, try to be as uh, as positive and optimistic as possible, and we hope your 2022 uh, is is much much improved. Okay, um, but where to begin? Uh, where to begin today? Well, wh- where do we start? Let's just let's, let's just, just look, look at the at the, at the table, table as what, you know. This, this is, is the table as it will sit, leaving uh, 2022, 2022 heading into. I'm sorry, heading into 2022. What are we, Germany? Yeah, <laughs> 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 you were here before we started the show. <laughs> Heading into 2022, because I think what we're seeing is a significant change from, you know, what I think everyone expected. I thought Chelsea would be head of the pack by now. I thought the league was going to be theirs. Um, I thought they ended uh, the season pretty strongly. Um, all right, we're getting a nice ad here. Uh, but if you look, if you look obviously, look, uh, the, the top three, I think, are pretty settled. No? Would we agree? Uh, that it's going to take a lot for these top three to kind of fall out of grace. Liverpool, maybe if Chelsea continues the slide that they kind of been on of, uh, of not having that top tier form, possibly, I think we can see it slide down. We can see Chelsea slide down. Could Arsenal slide all the way up to first? Possible. You know what I mean? It's always a possibility. Hey, look, uh, I mean, Arsenal, they look, they've been, they've been pretty good the, these last couple of games. I mean, you, you got to give them credit. And, and look, the, I would say in, the, in these last couple uh, uh, weeks of games being canceled and all this uncertainty and, and, and whatever, I would argue, you know, Arsenal and Manchester City have been probably the best performers in look look some teams have played 17 games has anybody is anybody less than 17 no, Burnley's at 15 yeah, yeah Burnley, Burnley is still at 15, 15. Uh, you know Everton had just had uh, <clears throat> one match postponed and then the upcoming the Thursday match has been uh uh postponed the one against Newcastle so in in this these uncertain <laughs> MLS Ireland said uh, Arsenal, Arsenal getting a nosebleed being themselves out there. <laughs> Leave us alone. We are in our comfortable home for many years, fourth place. <laughs> this is, um, I, I would say, Chelsea is probably out of all the teams. Sabuteo, thank you so much for the follow. Thank, thank you, Sabuteo. Um, the uh, Chelsea is probably the team I'm most concerned about. They they've been dropping points 
Uh, did, did you watch, watch today? today? Liverpool just, uh, you know, put up a stinker versus Leicester. Right, but, you know, during these, like, Boxing Day uh, matches and, and, like, and all these fixtures, you, somebody's going to slip up. It's, it's not going to be Manchester City. I think that's obvious. Because uh, it doesn't matter if, they're pl- if the players are exhausted, if they have COVID. The roster is so deep. Uh, yeah. been, they sold Ferran Torres, and they're like, it does, we don't even... I didn't even. I forgot he was here. That's how... <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, don't, I haven't even seen this kid in months. Oh, <laughs> no. I guess training is going to be a little different next week. It's like nothing changes for them. It's insane. So Chelsea's probably my, the, the, the biggest concern. They... Um, they lost uh who did they lose to they lost to west ham a couple weeks ago they drew um to so we're looking, looking for fixtures. fixtures fixture or results that's what i'm looking for um they lost uh they oh, they, they, they beat villa no, no they, they beat, beat they, they beat, beat villa. villa but they lost uh oh no, no they, it was a couple weeks ago they lost to to west ham um, but the, yeah, they, they drew it. They drew Everton, Everton, which, which is considered, considered a loss. I mean, we talked about this game, and it was like eighty. It, it was like eighty-one percent possession, and they only got a point. The nil-nil to Wolves. So, uh, so look, out of um, which is massive, massive considering Wolves' season so far, right? So th- that's probably the the my, my biggest concern uh, out of. Uh, but again, I think when you look at in, in order to stay in the top three, I think you have to. You, you have, have to win the, the easy matches in front of you, right? Because it's already going to be tough to beat your Liverpools, your cities. Chelsea obviously can't play themselves, but, you know, uh, Arsenal can put up a, a, a good fight against Chelsea. Um, you know, West Ham aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Stuff like that. So if you go out and you drop points against Everton's and Wolves and stuff like that, you're going to have some problems. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, the... Probably like yeah, like Chelsea's my main concern. Like even I, I think my issue now, right now, is just like I watch Chelsea just to see what Christian Pulisic does and whether he, he whether he gets starts. Whether uh, it, it, Same. in the game against um, uh, what was it against? Uh, I guess I think the one against Villa, the uh, or the one before I don't remember. But he the one that he started in, it is uh, he started as a false nine. That what this is what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Christian Pulisic is playing as a false nine, and when he does, he is not even involved. He's like not even in the game. He is not playing. He barely touches the ball. He he is really not doing anything. And then in the second half, he got moved, uh, I believe, over to the right. And and it's it's really a, it, incredible because we I, I'm, I try to think about should he play. What position is his best position for the U.S. men's national team? Because he plays the 10 um, for the U.S. men's national team. But for Chelsea, he is, when he does his false nine, I, and I don't exactly know why they put him in this position, because he is almost absent. He, he is not, he, he almost doesn't know exactly where, when to come out to get the ball and when to stay in the box to receive the it's ball. Almost it's almost as, as if he's, he's playing, playing out, out of position. I guess it's concerning because you want, obviously we know what he can do. And we know like 1v1, he is an absolute beast. Um, and, then, and we saw that when he, was, when he was put out wide, that's essentially what he ended up doing. So I don't understand where, like, what is Tuchel's plan with him? That, that, I guess that's my main question. I think, I think right, right now, now he is, is and this, this is, is the problem, problem with a player, player like Christian Pulisic, Pulisic is that 
he is versatile enough to play multiple positions, right? And he does have that sort of makeup speed. So, uh, which we we'll call it. If you play him in, the, in a false nine position, there's a chance he does well. There's a chance that, you know, he can sort of make that position his own. If you play him on the left, he certainly can play there. If you play him centrally, he certainly can play there because he plays there for the national team. If you play him on the right, he'll figure it out. He's good enough to play in all those positions, but he's not, he doesn't look great in any of those positions outside of the ones where, like, I think they had him playing left back at one point or left wing back. You know, at one point. In the season. I mean, I mean you, know, you know, it seems like, like they're moving him around and trying to figure out a way to get him on the pitch. pitch. You, you paid 70 something million or 60 million for him. I forgot exactly what the deal is. You're going to want to find a way to play him. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, you know, someone else said, uh, but Barry Gunnar said, Pulisic needs to transfer out. I kind of agree. And I'm not saying he's not good enough for this level. Oh, Dawn Star said it was right wing back. Damn, you know, they had him all over. What are goalkeepers doing on the left? And he gets a free sandwich, you know? He's got the little punch card. Thank you, Dawn Star. That's your first time chat. It was correcting us. Welcome. Everybody's welcome. You kind of already get the vibe, you know? Which we call it. I look at this and I say, what other teams could he be? If he was on a West Ham right now, he'd be balling out of control. You know what I mean? If he was on a, if he was on everything, he'd be a legend right now. Don't even, don't even. If he was, if he was on Arsenal, I think he, if he was on Arsenal, I think he'd struggle to get uh, playing time because we have such incredible uh, players. But if we didn't have a soccer or, or an Emil Smith Rowe, I could see Pulisic fitting right in. You know, I uh, agree. I think the. Um, Look, it, it, it seems like I, I, I so I was um, I remember it, it, Grant Wall wrote a book um, called Masters of Modern Soccer, and he had a, a long interview with Christian Pulisic, and and Christian Pulisic talked a lot about those um, specifics of how much he works on one v one and how it's like such a he is uh, arguably I've never really heard an American player sp- speak this confidently about taking on a. a a defender, a European defender, uh, at any time. So I would argue the the like. I mean, that is really what, he needs to be out wide, and he needs to be. Um, I would like Christian Pulisic to have more assists than goals per season, especially on this Chelsea team. For the men's national team, I would say he should have more goals than assists. But for Chelsea, given the quality uh, uh, of the squad, he he drew a penalty. Um, I believe uh, uh, again, yeah, in the last match. In the last match, yeah. This is what he should be doing. A false nine is a hundred percent just not what he should be doing. It, it is no, like, but they also started Timo Werner for a year. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, they've made mistakes up top. You know, <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea shouldn't be trusted with their decisions up top. It's. Uh, I think. I think when you look at Chelsea, I don't. I don't know that putting putting Pulisic in at at your false nine is. Is a is a yo we ain't got nobody else right now. You know what I mean? That can play this position. I I look at that as a that is a a, a what is a stopgap kind of a a yeah. pick. I actually I worry about his opportunities there long term, but they're in so many different competitions. Plus with Omicron out here, he's going to get chances to play. You know, if you're looking at the NBA, they're they're signing forty year old. Uh, you know, 40 year old former players right now <laughs> to 10 day contracts. I think the same thing is going to happen in, uh, in, in Premier League. I think you're going to find like 
Some of the guys on the bench are going to get a lot of burn, my guy. You might want to stretch. You might want to well, stretch. You ain't just picking up a check. This was the lineup against Wolves, and you see him right up front. I mean, like, this. there's no way that you, you're like, this is this is what the lineup should be. This is where he should go. Uh, and, and I no. get tactically you, you want to mix things up depending on the opponent or whatever, but you, I, I don't see how this ever could. I don't think it should be tried again. Put him out on the right side. I I would argue he is a a, a better uh he's a better wide player than um Hakim Ziyech is and I would I would want him over I would pick him over Hakim Ziyech um but that's just uh, that's just my opinion but uh yeah not not great four defenders in the How about this MLS put on put on you look at look in your crystal ball Christian uh, and tell us right now 2022 is Pulisic starting next season a member of Chelsea. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. I, I, I'm gonna same. Say no. I feel like he's gonna move in the summer. I feel like yeah. I think he 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 deserves a a, a a bigger opportunity and more playing time. And especially with you know how much he how much they spent. Uh, do if they do if they do sell him, do you think Chelsea takes a loss on how much yeah. they spent? You think so? Yeah, I think there's no way to recoup that money fully. And also, Chelsea doesn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chelsea might loan him out. Chelsea might loan him out before they sell him if it's like a massive loss. But I could see him going for 30 to 40 million as opposed to the 60 to 70, which I forget. I keep forgetting what they paid for him. Uh, but uh, people in the uh, I'm MLS Island said four, four defenders in the midfield, LOL. Uh, Trevor Utley. Uh, said uh, Joe Johnson came back from the big three. When you buy players from the big three, you make mistakes. Uh, Sabuteo, first time chat from Sabuteo said, I've waited 10 minutes to send this message. So here we go. Did somebody say Arsenal <laughs> 10 minutes ago? Oh, that's right. There's, and then it's a bunch of Arsene Wengers. And there's a 10 minute. I believe that's Thierry Henry. There's a, uh, yeah, yeah. That is a uh, Wenger and Thierry Henry. It is. Uh, it looks like Wenger and. Um, Who's Vince Carter? Is what it looks like in this, on my screen. There's a 10-minute uh, you have to delay after you follow after you, before you're allowed to. Right, right, right. Or or before once you get into the chat, you have to. If it's your first time, you have to. It's it's to stop. We did that because we were getting bots. That's right. Okay, but Sabuteo is no bot. He is just a gooner. Okay. Nah, let's go. We need more gooners up in this chat. Uh, Dawnstar says, "I see Ziek leaving before Pulisic. I can see a complete." Sort of rehash of, uh, of of the wings uh, over at Chelsea, but uh, Bayer Yunus said, "Is Lukaku turning into a waste of money?" I would it's, look in the in the game against turning Chelsea, into. You saw you saw the the dude that he he completely mushed over, <laughs> just completely mushed and got him out of the Bro. way. I, that <laughs> is why you want Lukaku on your team. I mean, <laughs> he is legitimately a linebacker that plays soccer. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, dude, he's just getting back. He's not fully full, he's not fully fit, right? He had the, I think they, they don't say he had lung problems, but he was having uh, some respiration uh, issues with um, with COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Right? He had COVID, right? Uh, I don't know if he did. What, what was, was his issue? But anyway, he's coming back into form. Yeah. So give him a chance. I, I think it, I think Lukaku is a great player, but I don't think you. I there's there's nothing that's going to get you to say he was worth 100 million. Other than being the golden boot winner, you're paying a hundred million for a guy. Yeah, this is. But my my issue with uh, look, 
nobody loves Lukaku more than I do. And and so I'm going to, you know, he was at Everton. uh, I'm always going to defend him. But it's like, it it doesn't matter what Lukaku does. He clearly has so much to offer. And look, if, if, um, you know, with if you base it solely on transfer fees, what he did at Inter, which is he's carried them to the Scudetto, you that's how much it costs to bring him back. They they had to get rid of him. This is how much it costs to bring him back. W- waste of money. I mean, look, just like you mentioned about Chelsea, what is a waste? Of, what? How much is enough money for it to be a waste of money? So it's not about the money for Chelsea. For, exactly. Yeah, no, the hundred million is a joke. The only thing it does is affect their ability to sign other players because of financial fair play. And I know everyone, including Abramovich just laughed when I said the financial fair play <laughs> but it, or whatever the new, the, the new uh, phrase for the law the, is. The margins of error are, are so small be- look between Chelsea and Manchester city, right? Because Chelsea were the favorites to win, to win the league after winning champions league and, and so on and so forth. But the margins of error are so small that you just you need to have such a wildly consistent year. And if you want consistency, playing under Pep Guardiola and 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 playing for Manchester City with those players, with those philosophies, with what that is where you're gonna get that consistency. You can bring in great players over and over and over. They can it'll be a revolving door of absolute world-class athletes, and it's difficult to win the league. It's just the the competition. You just can't make any mistakes. And dropping points, Chelsea dropping points against Everton, against Wolves, This that's it. You, if they can't find a couple goals, this, that, that's going to be the issue. So uh, it being a waste of money, I think, is not a, a, a fair question um, because it's not... If, if, if the... If, you know the the proof that you didn't waste your money is what what is that that you're in first place because Chelsea had they were in first place for a little bit is it is it a is it a FA Cup is it a is it winning the league like I, I look realistically if you get in Champions League it's not a waste of money that's my opinion I look, I look at the, the chat, chat is really having, having a pretty, pretty great um pretty, pretty great, great conversation. conversation. Uh, uh, nothing, nothing about, about what, what we're talking, talking about. They're on their own. <laughs> here. Uh, uh, Trevor Ellis said, every one of the top five teams in Germany outside of Bayern would take Pulisic in a heartbeat. But, but do, do you go back? Do you go back to Bundesliga? No. no. You've, You've got to make it happen in Premier League. League. So, so somebody mentioned maybe Newcastle. Sabotel said uh, Newcastle won't be able to attract Pulisic because of risk of championship. He would be playing. They would be paying extraordinary extortionate wages and just can't. And he just ain't going to move to Newcastle. Um, he, he predicts, predicts players like Ramsey or maybe Tarkowski going there. Um, MLS Island said Pulisic could do Salah or KDB, leave Chelsea, join a team, and then become world class. I could see. Uh, <laughs> said, you guys are talking? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I could see. Already. I like Sam a lot. Um, what a good 10 minutes. He figured out the vibe and he came in heavy. Um, I could see, I could see Pulisic going to a team that's not necessarily. I honestly could see him. Um, yo, yo, could he replace Sadio Mane at, uh, at Liverpool? Um, they're talking, talking to, he, he wants, wants to move. Well, look, Jurgen Klopp obviously loves Christian Pulisic. He, 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 what I'm talking about. about. So th- that is him going to Liverpool is of, of very strong possibility because not only does he like Liverpool, isn't he like a child Liverpool fan? I, I'm almost sure. No. no. 
wasn't he a, wasn't wasn't he he a Chelsea, Chelsea fan? fan? No, no, no. I, I'm or maybe Manchester, Manchester United? United? I'm almost sure it was Liverpool. Um, and so I think he, he would like to play there. And Jurgen Klopp is there. Liverpool. Yeah. He grew, he grew up, up a Liverpool, Liverpool supporter. supporter. So, uh, yeah. It, it is. Mm. Yo, you, you think, think he's bombing, bombing on purpose? purpose? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just really sabotage, self-sabotage. You know how you know how the English media will be really supportive of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and how even you know other people will say, "Well, that's good because then he showed loyalty and we should have any fear signing him." No, don't start. I just looked it up. He was a Liverpool fan. Yeah, yeah. He went to a Manchester United match when his mom or dad got a job in Europe, and that's what made him fall in love with the game. But he became a Liverpool supporter. Um, um so says Spurs, Spurs are in dire need of another attacker since Eric died. Um, since uh, Harry Kane finishes his 25 year contract, look, it's it's one of the few, like, what is it, Michael Jordan <laughs> lifetime deals with Nike? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the poor, poor man. man. <laughs> um, he, he seems, seems to be playing okay, although not, not being, being able to score. score Going against, against 10 men, uh, uh South, 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 10 Southampton players for 70 minutes is a massive fail. But, but the, the question, question as to whether Lukaku is a flop or not, I said it from the beginning. beginning. Look, he bossed it in Italy, and I don't, I don't think, think it's an easier league, league, but I think his style of play fits in a little bit better. He's also playing in an incredible team, um, and he had an incredible year moving to the Premier League. If he got paid a ton of money uh, on weekly wages, I'd understand it. So, so I, I don't, don't know what the comparison, comparison is to what he was making uh, wage-wise before. But I just said, man, this is a, such a dumb move from dude. You you already you already proved you don't need that league. Why would you go back and just deal with the constant pressure cooker that is the Premier League? He went back, and every time he doesn't score or misses a shot wide, you're gonna hear boos and and jeering, and you know you can hear the ticky tacky of everybody starting their uh, blog posts uh, and, and articles. You know, is he a flop? And it, it, it kind of sucks. sucks. It just kind of sucks that, you know, a guy like him who very clearly is worth that money has to prove it every single match, day in and day out. That said, you're never going to, look, is Grealish a $100 million player? We would all sit here and say he's not having a $100 million year. You know what I mean? Is Lukaku having a $100 million year? Probably not. But are you constantly have to prove you're that player over and over again? Who's having a $100 million year? Let's, let's list them. Mohamed Salah. Mohamed Salah is at 15 goals leading the league right now, and he's not going to get, and he will not get more than 200,000 a week from Liverpool. That's just their their process. Right? They won't do it. Uh, who else is? Uh, honestly, and I'm going to say it, and it's going to make me sound like the ultimate Arsenal fan right now. Uh, but Emil Smith Rowe. Emil Smith Rowe is having. He's fourth right now in goals scored. Okay. Hundred million dollars. Yogo Jota. I yeah. I would put that. Yogo Jota. Yeah. What is he? I think he's also. I think he's tied for fourth in goals this year. Simply because he's a defender, it just doesn't. Especially a fullback. It doesn't feel. It feels wrong to pay that much. It feels like you're ripping somebody off if you if you're trying to sell him. Conte can't even start. Nick Lays. Nick Lays saying, "Oh, for God's sakes, Alexis, we're talking to talking about Emil Smith Rowe." Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, did, did I, I make your, your eyes roll into the background? <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't start saying N'Golo Kante. Manja Sandu saying Bernardo Silva. N'Golo Kante can't start every match. I, this season he's having a little bit of an off year for me. Um, Ram- Hundred million dollar players. players. There's, like, there's probably four to five. Taco time saying Cancelo for sure. Okay. Jao Cancelo, I can completely see. Ramsdale. 
Ramsdale? Is, is there, there anyone? anyone? I, you, you know, know what? what? I'm not going <laughs> to say it because I don't <laughs> want to get upset with me. But Aaron Ramsdale is having a you're now the new number one for your country after everyone told you signing you for 30 million was a mistake season. What? But it was. I mean, yeah, we're talking about Premier League. Erling Holland, of, of course, he's having a hundred million dollars season, and, and the, the shock, shock is he's not going to go for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, and he's also not playing Champions League, not playing in World Cup. The guy's having the he needs to he needs to not only change teams, he needs to change countries. He needs to be from somewhere else <laughs> because I feel so bad for him. Uh, okay, <laughs> son, <laughs> he said that is negative a hundred dollars, hundred million. Wait, Wait Nick, Nick Lisbon said, said Deli Ali. Ali? Come, Come on. on. Come on, I assume, I assume that's that's a joke. That's a joke. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the um, uh, MLS Island said, born in England. Nick Holland. Uh, Nick Holland. <laughs> I'm thinking of Nick Hagland. <laughs> but yeah. Early Holland, Holland could play, play for England, England if, you, if you chose to. Really? Yeah, yeah his, his dad, dad played for City. City. And he was an English, uh, he was a British citizen? He was, he was, he was born, born in Manchester. Manchester. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, his, his dad... His, his dad, dad played, played for City, City and I think, I think, I think someone at United, United broke his leg or ruined his career. Oh, and that's, that's one of the reasons why he says he'll never play for United, or there was rumors that he refuses to play for United because of that. I might have it backwards. He might have played for United. And, no, I think he played for City. He played for City. I know that because I remember when there were all the talks uh, about him going there. Uh, okay. So, so, so while, look, while, while we're, we're talking, talking about United... United I don't, I don't know if you saw, saw the last, last match. match. Constantly. I saw the high. I saw constantly. Didn't see the match. Okay. All right. If, if you, you were watching the match, throughout the entire match, they didn't play well. The fact that they walked out of the draw is massive. They did not play well. Hold on. People but throughout the match, it was it Roy Keane that broke Erling Haaland's father's leg. That yeah, yeah that it was. It, I knew somebody would. Uh, Sandu, uh, but MLS Ireland say Roy didn't. So who? Who was it? Who was it? Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. is. Uh, Roy Keane. The first thing that pops up, if you Google, <laughs> or Bing, I'm sorry, if you Bing, Roy Keane Holland is a video that says, Roy Keane ends Holland's career in Manchester Derby. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me, let me just pull this up because now there's, there is a, a, a backstory. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> there is a, now, now we're seeing. Now, we, now, now it's all of a sudden a real housewives of. No, no, no. This is, it. this is the Erling Holland origin story of how he became Batman. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this, this is, is where his uh, evil comes, comes from. from. This, this is why, why he hates the goals so, so much. So this was Alf Inga, Alf Inga Holland. Uh, this is this is um, hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> um, MLS, MLS Island says he didn't. He played after that. Also, he stopped because of his other leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I gotta be. So we were gonna get a, you're gonna get a ding by showing this, aren't you? No, I'm not showing the video. Oh, okay, this is just an ad. That's playing. That's popping up. Uh, this is just the photos. Uh, but it was. Uh, yeah, he yeah. Roy Keane. The photo for those of you listening. Is Roy Keane standing over an injured player yelling at him as <laughs> he has a shattered kneecap? Yeah, it is the 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 walk it off, uh, you know, the uh, treatment that he's uh, offering. So, well, you know what? Then I I I understand, you know, that there's clearly some history. I'm sure, you know, 
Alpha Inga is in his son's ear like, yo, if you see, ever see anybody wearing a Manchester United shirt, you know what to do, okay? Mm-hmm. Break his name. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you love your father, so you don't you? Watch- you know? <laughs> do it for your dad. <laughs> Every Holland, my granddad spits on, on Manchester United. Um, okay, and if, which which McCall, McCall. and if you see Roy uh, at, at, at you know during a, a pregame uh, for Sky Sports, <laughs> you need to go into the into the room and make sure you you attack his knee. Do like a uh, uh, run, run into, into the, the gantry and double foot <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Two foot him. Roy Keane is a top dude, a hell of a player. Uh, we, yeah. we we know that uh, absolute legend. Well. I mean, we, we know, know he's, he's a great, great player. player. <laughs> the <laughs> top dude? <laughs> I don't know him personally. I mean, you, you can't be a great player without people hating you, right? I mean, yeah, some people got to hate you. you. Yeah. Uh, but, but all right, so, so speaking of United, United you didn't watch the match. match. Uh, uh, but, but every time a uh, Manchester United, United player made a mistake, mistake and it happened often, mm. it happened a lot, the camera would swing to either Bruno Fernandez or, uh, or Cristiano Ronaldo, and it would be them visibly yelling at people telling them what they've done wrong or throwing their hands up in disgust, slapping their thighs, rolling their eyes, you know, just, it just, it, it feel, it felt horrific. It felt horrific to watch. And Gary Neville said, this isn't helping. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he goes, this isn't helping the young players who are watching you complaining about the people on the pitch, not being as high quality as you are. Okay. So <laughs> Nick Lishman said the camera didn't swing to Chris Armas. Which, Which we will talk about. It was dope to see him sitting next to, yeah. literally, literally next to Ralph Ranick, um, who I named Ole Gunnar Ranick, and got a lot of people upset. Uh, <laughs> uh, good tweet of mine. Um, so th- the conversation began. I said, "I know, I know, some of y'all really love Ronaldo, but I got to be honest, it looks horrific to have to play with him." You, I mean, take away all of the, you know, the, the stuff in his private life, just as a player. If you play for Manchester United, you probably thought to yourself, you know what? He's a Manchester United legend. A lot of people consider him the greatest of all time. He comes on. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to play with a guy like this. I'm going to learn a lot, so on and so forth. If you were in that position, watching someone do exactly what he did, how would you feel? Would it annoy you or would you be like, I mean, what are you going to do with Toronto? Well, we, when we went to the Arsenal uh, Manchester United match at Old Trafford a couple weeks ago, that the one thing we had mentioned uh, when we were talking about kind of our experiences at, at these matches is that you, do, that you don't get to see on television is everyone's kind of like body language. And the, you mm-hmm. know, they, they are, you know, just their, their, their overall kind of uh, um, morale right as as the game is going on and look i think everybody knows this the, you know ronaldo is a very you know boisterous very wears his emotions uh hard on the sleeve and the whole thing um and look i mean they, they the guy played there already they knew what they were getting um you but with with the frustrations come uh, you know, t- three or four bicycle kicks a season that are are gonna light up the internet. So, All right. uh, look, the, it is a. I don't feel bad for Manchester United. Uh, you know, it, I don't think the 
I don't think, look, every time he scores and, and all these grown men are yell, yelling over and over, uh, this is, they, they want the show. They want the show. That's, why they, that's why they put him is, in there. You're 100% right. They're, they're here for the soap opera. The drama. They, they love yeah. it all. They, as much as they, they want to win. It's literally, you and I were in the home section for uh, Manchester United versus Arsenal. So we had to, really me, had to be quiet. It couldn't really act like we were disgusted with it <laughs> on the way out because we're kind of trapped amongst all these people. Yeah. And then one guy would go, Sue, and everyone would be like, Sue, Sue, Never end. Uh, and I, I just looked at you and I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of grown men. By the way, we got another first time chat from a viewer, Ranch My Pizza, what? which I have a feeling. We might have to. I have a feeling someone we know and is just <laughs> trying to troll me and it is working. Or, My or, it's Weston McKenney, the guy who's kid up here right now. He said, ha ha, or he or she said, ha ha, imagine the tantrums he's going to have playing for Inter Miami. <laughs> uh, and I think Dawn Star also said Ronaldo, Ronaldo needs to go to MLS. Can he Can he now come into the U.S.? Is that subtle? I don't know. the. I don't think he will, but I don't think, uh, I, I don't know what the, uh, how you know, if it's settled or, or whatever. I honestly don't know the, the details, but it's possible. It's possible. He's uh, looking at that Insigne money and thinking, dang. I mean, everybody, look, he's not going to be have the, the warmest welcome uh, for, for a lot of people nah. if he is. Uh, he, he will be reminded of his transgressions <laughs> for sure. I mean, he's, he's uh, he gets reminded at, at certain games. I don't know if you've seen videos of certain chants and stuff like that. People yeah. Do oh, uh, the Arsenal fans uh, have, have a chant specifically for that. And yeah. they're not alone. Uh, Manchester Sanders said, we need to sue Airhorn. No, we do not. <laughs> that would cost half half a million of gully bucks to get someone to have a sue on here. I, I, I can't even hear the air horns anyway, so I was trying. I don't to, care. I, but. I was trying to find the um, uh, the what you call it the, uh, the I I can't find this post, but I saw it earlier today, and somebody had the the lineup of uh, the the of the Manchester United uh, who they play uh, that they it was one one. Uh, oh. Um, God, why am I drawing a blank now? Um. Anyway, but come on. They, uh, but they, they had the um, the lineup. It's gonna pop up in the chat by the time I find it. <laughs> they, they had a, they had the lineup. Uh, uh, Newcastle. There it is. Thank you, Manchester. Newcastle. That's uh, right. So they. <laughs> I told you, Manchester. Andrew. They basically. Who also Manchester Andrew also said that he think he likes Ronaldo. He thinks he's a go, but he thinks Cavani fits the system better. Ooh. Hey, yeah, well, he got a goal in that game, but so, but I can't find the original image because I wanted to show this. I, I forgot who posted it, but they basically had this the the lineup for Manchester United right here that you're seeing on the screen, and they drew uh, two dicks around it, basically like created balls and a dick. Oh, because they, they, he played, they play a four two two two. Yeah, it just made me laugh so much. It's just such a stupid. It's a Christmas tree versus two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, then this is, uh, you know, Ragnick Ball. Ragnick Ball. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's Ralph. Ball. Well, the the, um, the the initial thought was that when they uh, obviously new manager, right? Uh, it was Ollie's fault. He was the he was the problem. As 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 many fans said, the the team is too big for him, and he can't handle uh, you know all this stuff. We love him. He's always going to be part of the history. Blah blah blah. New manager coming through had had uh they you know when when we were there uh 
it was Carrick, right? Carrick was yeah. there. Uh, we, we were there, there for, for uh, Carrick versus um, he he managed that was again, the first, the, I think, match against Arsenal. Or second match that he had. It, it was, was his second. second. I think it was, it was his last. last. Okay. So the I think we're clearly seeing that the manager was not the issue. And I, I, I don't know if, you know, let's ask the same question that we asked about Lukaku. Was Ronaldo a waste of money, right? Is because he doesn't really seem to be bringing. Uh, yes, he has. He has <laughs> Trevor Trevor Rodley, but the, the vaunted double dick. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> really, it's awful. When is someone going to have a balls to do the titty, <laughs> the titty formation? When? <laughs> you know what? We need, we need a courageous manager like Alexis Guerrero to really change uh-huh. this game, revitalize it. Yeah. yeah. And, Ranch by Pizza said, uh, made this account especially for Alexis. P.S. I'm from Texas. <laughs> uh, Magic Sanders said, I'm not a fan of Ralph, to be honest. The blame lies with the Glazers. Okay. Oh, everybody wants to just blame the Glazers. What have the Glazers done? They spent a ton of money. They brought you Sancho, which is what you wanted. They gave you Ronaldo when he was on his way to City. Huh? They gave you a new manager. Then a guy that everybody was acting like this is the greatest. Remember, if it wasn't for him, y'all wanted Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. And how's that been going? So oh, look, they're doing everything that 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 the fan base is asking. And I, I think I, I had seen a tweet from uh, Nigerian Scams, right, who is a, a big uh, Manchester United fan. And he had tweeted recently saying nothing, <laughs> nothing, we, nothing will ever make Manchester United fans happy. And that is, of, of course, course 100 percent what what it feels like. Look, the 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 main, you know, what, whatever the problem is, whether it's like institutional or with particular players, or with a manager, or with a a, a coach, or, or whatever, owner, whatever. There, there seems to be the the there there are clubs that are run well from top to bottom. You know, it, it feels like Manchester City from from the own from owners to tr- the, the academies to the, the the social media like. It just seems like they they have their like finger on the pulse of like what what needs to be going on like I, I, and you you have to credit Pep for just having this like level of either vision or philosophy or just something it just it seems to make everybody more comfortable when they do their job they they just have so much faith in him and there there's just not many clubs like that that are from like an institutional level that are just everybody's kind of like on the same page and doing what they need to be doing. And Manchester United is just not that. After Alex Manchester Ferguson, United will never be that because the pressure is to... There's always one set of fans that if you're not top of the league, there's always a set of fans that can tell you they're better than you. And that just triggers yeah. Manchester United fans. Yeah. The um, I know. I think I've been reading too many... Too many like after reading Wenger's book and reading just all this, all this stuff about soccer, there's just so much... The, the 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 business around it right and i like i think even after going to um you know being in london and being in liverpool and just seeing not even forget the games on their own like just like every club has like kind of their own like identity and the, their own way sort of of just doing things and you could understand like when we went to the etihad campus 
didn't you just go in there and you're like, yo, like things are things are looking all right over here, right? They just feels like yeah. like um, what startup did we walk into? <laughs> like, right? It feels like like things are on the up and up. Business is booming. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then and then, but even when we were at like uh uh at with around Everton. There's just like there's a different identity to it. Like the even the 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 fan base is like they're not as like a- angry I would say as like like United fans or Arsenal fans, right? It's just like because the expectation is not as high, but there's clearly and like, there's not as many of them. Well, but there's <laughs> but there's so much like love around the club, right? Like you you hear this all the time from former Everton players. I saw a a, a tweet that came up in my feed, and I I forgot which player it was who who tweeted it, but a former Everton player was like, I played at Everton for like two years and they were probably my, the two worst years of my career, but Everton fans gave me this loyalty and love that I didn't even deserve. And he's like, he feels uncomfortable, but that is how people are. And maybe Everton. But that's also like the, you know, and no offense, but that's also like the love of a lower, of a smaller club. You know what I mean? Sure. A bigger club ain't got time for these emotions. You know what I mean? <laughs> Feeling? We out here trying to win trophies. You feel? What am I gonna? What am I gonna give you a feel good story? But that's not, nah, baby. I'm Gordon Gecko out here. But that's an interesting <laughs> asset because I think Manchester United and Sir Alex Ferguson allowed it to almost still feel like this. This commute, this smaller community, even though it was not. And Manchester United, one of the biggest brands in the world. I also think that's a former era. Like, I think Arsenal did the same thing with, with Wenger, but that's a bygone era. Although I've been very, very, very open about saying that I think Arteta is that guy. He's going to be there for a very long time. Sabotero said Everton, where Arsenal rejects go to die. All right, they don't go to die, but their career's through. Uh, Do not slander. Uh, Alex, it won't be that way. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that dude's still got a beating heart, uh, which we'll call it. Sabotero also lives in Manchester, by the way. Um, and I've, I've upset a lot of uh, Manchester fans, um, but which we'll call it. First of all, uh, American Empire said that if you play the 4 2 2 2 in, uh, in MLS, are you required to have one DP? Two dicks, DP. Good question. Big Mom. This is kind of this is the kind of provoking thought I'd like I like to see in the Twitch chat. Okay. In fact, Big Mom to update those those points. Thank you, Perfect Tommy, with the Bing Bong. All right, much appreciated. There you go. Nick Lee said, uh, Alexis, Alexis fighting, fighting on behalf of the Glazers, now going to look at the window for flying cats. cats. I'm not fighting on behalf of the Glazers. It's, it's just that, like, every Manchester United fan said it's all his fault. All they got at Solskjaer is the fault. As soon as you bring in the manager y'all wanted, and it's not working out, you're like, well, then it must have been the Glazers' fault, then. Maybe we just weren't looking deep enough. Yeah, just passing the buck. I don't know. I mean, look, we can blame the Glazers. It'd be, you know, I would argue, look, if we're talking about just the players themselves, it seems like Luke Shaw and Aaron Wan-Bissaka are probably not the long-term, it's not the future. It seems like Alex Tellez and who's the other dude? I forgot. Delo? Delo? Seems like a a a better choice. There seems to be a um. This is a kind of Yo, like R.I.P. R.I.P. to your club. club if the love is your top <laughs> choice. But it seems to be even like look. You know, we talk about Arsenal and all these young players uh, that are are getting their opportunity and really like uh, uh, and doing right by that opportunity. They're really playing with a lot of confidence. Um, and as soon as Obama Yang leaves, uh, because 
for whatever reason, maybe he's just, his head is not in the right place. He's just he's he's affecting the morale of the squad, and that I, I think they, they're. There has to be to, to your, your point, point about Everton, Everton and to, to your, your point, point about Aubameyang. You, you need a you need a, a unified yeah, sort of um, you know whatever dressing room, changing room, locker room, whatever the hell you guys want to call it this week. Um, you need a unified group. To what we were saying about Ronaldo, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that with Ronaldo in there. And I don't know if you remember the video of when he was at Juventus when he went into the dressing room. He's like. You know, you know, we, we got to play, play like shit. shit. You, you, he's, he's like, like we're, we're playing, playing like shit, and that's not good enough. And then he looks up and realizes cameras are on, and he's like, I'm cool. <laughs> I also playing <laughs> like <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Pink Floyd 95. Um, uh, I think, has it already been a year? Uh, that Subscribe. Oh, wow. Thank God. you for subscribing for one year, Pink Floyd 95. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you for that. Barry Gunnar said it all, but it was nice having you, but it's time to go now. You've overstayed your welcome. Also, I, you know, look, I'm very open about, I'll forgive, you know, uh, players being lazy, showing up late, doing whatever. If you out here changing the, the, the luck of the club, changing our position on the table, if you're out here, you know, get, you get your three points. I don't even care if you show up to training. I really don't care. If you show up on the day of the match and you're the best player on that pitch, what am I going to do? What are you going to do with training? Right. Well, you're not going to get even better at training. You're already the best player on the bench. But if the moment that's done, you need to change your ways. And Aubameyang hasn't done that. Yeah. So, yo, you can't be showing up late. You can't be doing these things. And having a player like him not be a vocal leader when you're being asked to be and not showing a good example, you need to go. At some point, Manchester United is going to have to look at Ronaldo. And look, they didn't want to hear it when people said that Ronaldo makes Bruno Fernandes worse. Because Bruno Fernandez is going to defer to Ronaldo yeah. every time he gets that ball up there. And look, it's happening now. Nobody wanted to hear it. You've got their own fans like Manja Sandu, who always stays in our chat. Uh, shouts to Manja Sandu saying, uh, you know, he thinks Cavani is a better is a better uh, position. This is a club legend, Ronaldo. And now you think uh, Edinson Cavani, who has no connection to your club outside of the fact that he signed there uh, when he left PSG, that all of a sudden he's... Uh, a better a uh, a better fit for your quote unquote system. And that, look, you, a player like Ronaldo coming in was going to become the vocal point, the focal point, and maybe that's not necessarily the best position for him, especially not at this point in his career. And uh, Manchester Sanders said, I'll, "Wait, hold on, who was it?" Uh, Alexis' voice just uh, went up a level, a level without helium. <laughs> he gets Sorry, passionate uh, about, <laughs> about the game. Maybe it's all the cold brew I'm on, you know? <laughs> uh, Sabutio said, uh, if, or referring to a part of, it said, Pink Floyd 95 said, part of me hopes that Alba gets a second chance with Arsenal. And then Sabutio responds oh. saying, if he starts banging in goals, he will, but I don't think he's fit for being a captain. He's too... Uh, lackadaisical. Yes, he is. Uh, we talked about this before. Just about like when you think of leaders, uh, Obama Yang is not uh, not one of them. But it's just like th- this. Uh, you know, we've met so many so many players and and been around so many teams, and like it's clear. It is just so clear that you know, just like in war, like you need to have. A hierarchy. There needs to be some level of leadership. There needs to be somebody like that 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 the soldiers can trust. That they will they'll lead them in 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 the right d- direction. And a lot of clubs just don't have that. And I think yeah, yeah dude. If, if your general showing up late, you know, <laughs> with, a, with a drink, like yo, my bad. Hey, hey, hey. hey what are these? Oops. Get all these ships, all these warships. What are you playing, Risky? Get it out of my yeah, just like, get it all out of here. If your if your general shows up and ain't prepared, bruh. That's what it is. Man, 
Uh, Did your general spend more time painting in his hairline than preparing for the war you're in? You're probably not going to win that war. And it's also not going to inspire your players. <laughs> Bayeraguna just said, it's not personal. We just can't finish behind Spurs again. Yeah, it was very, very... 100%, 100% Bayeraguna. St. Tottenham's Day. St. Tottenham's Day, right? I almost forgot what it was called. That's how long it's been since the uh, we're talking about Manchester United. Let's talk about uh, Anthony uh, Marshall because uh, he he wants to go. He has made it very clear. He says, uh, I believe, quote like it is it is the right time to leave. Um, the uh, you hadn't made a note here. What is it? Oh, that United rejected an offer for from, from Sevilla, Sevilla, who he's, he's agreed with per, uh, personal, personal terms with. with. But, but, but they, they rejected it because they only offered to pay half of his fee, half of his so wages. This is a loan. This is not a loan. loan. This is a loan. So uh-huh. this, this is a loan. loan. They want. They yeah. They want. Uh, he's like they, Manchester United. Are like I want to pay this fool, and, and they're like, no, but we yeah. don't want to pay him entirely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all made that. Y'all made that deal, not us. <laughs> we can afford <laughs> half of what y'all promised to pay him. But, but Manchester United said no. They rejected the offer because they want 100 percent of the wages paid, and they also want a loan fee. Which, which is not new, but it's become sort of this new way that, uh, you know, top clubs can... Because it seems like over the last two years, it switched from massive fees to players sort of being able to leave on free. And if they leave on a free, that means that they can negotiate their own sort of transfer wage, you know? Like Messi went... Technically, as far as a real transfer is concerned, he went on a free to PSG. But PSG had to pay... A fee to the player and the agent. You know what I mean? Right, right. They, they were able to negotiate on their side, side and they said, well, if you were going to pay whatever it was, 300 million for me to Barcelona, because I came on a free, you're saving 300 million. So I want 150 million that I can split with my agent, which is insane, but that's kind of what's happening. So all these players leaving on a free is like a big new thing because now they get to negotiate these wages that kind of don't end up in the paper. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which is cool, you know, especially if you're that, if you're Mino Raiola, it's less money that you have to tell, you have taxes on, you have to tell governments across the, across the world. But also now loan fees are like the new way that a lot of these clubs are making like even more money. It's like, all right, we'll give you one of our best players who we can't play on a loan, but I want 8 million. I want 10 million uh, loan fee. Most loan fees are like, a couple of mil. They're not like that high, but they're able to sort of, uh, to get, uh, you know, a couple extra million in each year in, in loan fees. I don't know that you're going to get one for Martial. I think he's good enough. I think he's good enough to go to Sevilla and boss it, but you ain't seen him that much. Yeah. I, I, what a, what a, I want, I don't want to say downfall, but I, you know, I remember vivid. What was it? He got there in what? 2016, something like that. Yeah, he was, what, 30, 36 million at the goal, time? It was like, crazy. It's, there's just a, a – and I, we all do this as, as fans of the game. Where we are Wait, was he signed by Sir Alex Ferguson? No, no, no. He was um, – not Mourinho. Was he boys? Mourinho? Who was there? I forgot who was the manager. Um, but the we, we all do this as, as fans. We are just – um, we are drunk f- for for transfers. We believe that it doesn't matter what team you support, but you just believe as soon as the I player, want to be drunk for transfers. But if you are, if you, you, we all believe that as soon as we we uh, Louis Van Hall was a uh, thank you, Manchester Sandu. Was it Louis Van Hall? All right. So, but we all, which be- is kind of a long time to be there. <laughs> but we all believe that uh, that just want we just need that one transfer. 
that one guy that's just going to fix everything about this club. Remember when, when Marshall scored the first goal, his first goal? I think he scored his first goal in his, first de- in his debut. And everybody was just like, this Frenchman is going to change this damn league. Look at this. this the new Thierry Henry <laughs> I had to hear over and over and over again. He, uh, it was just people blinded by just uh, their, their naivety. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, he's, and he just turned out to be an all right guy. He just be, turned out to be another all right player. <laughs> no, no, no. All right player. He's just a good dude. He's just a good guy. I want to see him succeed, yeah. you know? He's not, he's not a, he's not a, you know, he didn't play in the, he, was he in the World Cup squad um, in 2018? I don't think he was. I don't know. It, to he's, be honest He's with not you. regularly playing for France. He's an all right player. And and I don't know is that I would argue Manchester United made him worse. Don't know why. Yeah. Whether it's poor poor managing, whether it's the certainly after, after the, the first two or three seasons, seasons it's, it's been, been downhill from there. In fact, in fact I'm, I'm looking at transfer market right now just to see what his market value is. He's listed. I mean, it is a pretty <laughs> pretty steep drop since uh what 2020 <laughs> which seems seems like too late there was an early Mayor drop in 2019 like, damn christian might as well call him dusty <laughs> he, <he's laughs> i not, know right he has not reached dusty levels okay yo my god wash <laughs> just say that but he's a good dude he's a um, good guy barry going to say martial is a victim of Mourinho. dude Mourinho, I, he leaves his fingerprints his dirty ass fingerprints on the team. <laughs> Mourinho at the highest dusty ass fingerprints. Doing <laughs> at the highest point, um, you know what? He's actually saved by where the market has gone. At the highest point, it was valued at seventy one and a half million American. Yeah. All right, so whatever that is in pounds, maybe four or five pounds. Who knows? Um, right now, he's listed at about thirty five million. And wasn't he? Wasn't his original transfer about thirty six million? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, something around there. Um, Taco Time said Mourinho froze him out, so he missed the World Cup squad, and then he got hurt. Nick Lay said Mourinho, the serial killer of managers. Yeah. Damn. You know, so you... See, Mourinho does something genius. Right now, everybody blames Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and now everyone's starting to blame the Glazers. Mourinho... He shows up to a team. He tells you who to blame immediately. <laughs> he picks a player out. And he goes, he's like, uh, this is, that guy. This is the reason you've been losing for a decade, okay? <laughs> uh, oh, you oh, you thought he was a good player? Nah. I walk in within five minutes. I know he trash. <laughs> I mean, he's doing, he did that to Deli Ali. He doing, he's doing it at Roma right now, where even... Uh, yeah. um, who is it? Uh, Brian Reynolds, who is not like not the highest, you know, not the not to the degree of like Marshall and all the other guys. But Brian Reynolds, uh, an American excited to, to go to Serie A was a huge opportunity. And the Psych. kid came like <laughs> Mourinho's like, no, nope, that's 86 that you ain't, you ain't getting on. <laughs> oh, you were excited. <laughs> Watch me destroy this young man in one, in one press conference. <laughs> Yo. Um, Barry Guna said Mourinho is football Hitler, apparently. Well, that's now you're going way too far. Well, we're trying to find words to describe this man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the one name. Uh, you're going too Alacron far. said United were already trashed before Mourinho. True, but Mourinho came in and told everyone, yo, here's who you point point your sights at, my guy right here. He's trash. Um, I mean, you know what I also topic, heard. But- you know what I heard. You know, I just I don't want I want to make sure I get this uh, uh, in recorded history because your homie Flex, I saw a tweet mm-hmm. recently 
And, and I, I don't even know, is he a comedian now? Because he, the man got jokes. Because he He's said, been hanging out with me too long. He, he said, said? Uh, and I, I'll pull up the tweet, but he said that uh, Manchester United need a strong midfielder like Joe Linton from Newcastle. After Oh, and he's two <laughs> words. A guy named Joe, last name Linton. <laughs> and he put, like, yo, he put, honestly, had no idea that was one name this whole time. <laughs> Bruh, the guy has one, like, he played, I think, the, for the first time. Sabuteo, thank you for this up. Um, Sabuteo, thank, thank you, man. I think he played in the midfield just, like, yesterday for the first time and for Newcastle. And he was actually really, really good, right? Uh, he, yeah. he was really, really impressive. This is a striker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think maybe he wasn't supposed to be a striker. That seems to be the case. Um, that maybe he was playing the wrong position because the Duke couldn't, couldn't score ever. Whether he had a great opportunity <laughs> Man, or not. Said, said, we, we need Toby Laurent. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute legend. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> He's, He's so, so good, good in the, the triangle. triangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but this this is obviously hilarious. And, and the, look, and the main issue, look, Manchester United, whether the, the issue is, a, is 15 years old or if it's just a couple weeks old or whatever, but they, they're getting dominated and they, they 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 don't have the dominant midfielders that they had you know in, in years past and 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 Roy Keane and the the skulls and, and like just guys that we got, got no more yeah it's just look it, it is it is McTominay it is Fred and not to say that it is sad not to say that they're terrible they're not terrible players. No, Fred's, Fred's been, been playing, playing okay. I know people are saying like he's the greatest of all time, but he didn't look great this last match. Even though I think he had like a lot of positive passes, he didn't look terrible. They need to. They need to control games. Manchester United used to do that, and they do not do that in the in the last like decade. But, but that's, that's also Ralph Ball. You're supposed to. You're supposed, supposed to press like crazy the moment you lose the ball. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're supposed to keep possession, and it's like a blend of like a tiki taka and a more aggressive. Uh, you know, uh, more direct style. Yeah. Um, how excited uh, going to say? Don't go ahead. I was going to say, how excited are Manchester United fans to play like play in the Red Bull system? I, I it, this seems a little. I think it's, it's going so to be weird to me. It's going to Manchester United are going to be given a Red Bull style. So it's so odd to me. I don't know. You know what I mean? This is, might be a bit of a curse. I don't, I don't know if this is what they really, really want. Well, somebody put it before. They're like, "How lucky is he that he uh, relegated Cardiff?" But now, now just got, got the greatest, greatest job in in, uh, in football, which is crazy. Uh, Barry Gunnar said Joe Linton looking like Hulk in the midfield. Trevor Ellis said sounds like a good Welsh bloke. This Joe Linton. <laughs> uh, Major Sanders said prediction. Uh, spoiler, we ain't winning on Thursday. Barry Gunnar said Calvin Phillip might be available for Manchester United this summer. Uh, a lot of a lot of rumors of Calvin Phillip coming to Arsenal. So it looks like Calvin Phillips is ready to move. Calvin Phillips is yeah. ready to move. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> said they'd be better if they played in the G Fuel system. <laughs> yeah, dude. If they, you know, they just need to get more amped. You know, uh, I, I'm more of a fan of the Monster Energy uh, system. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? Well, there's like a weird one called Bang. You ever have that? Oh, I don't know. I never heard. It, it sounded like it sounds like the one from um, remember Tropic Thunder, the Booty Sweat. Remember booty sweat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was in college. I wrote up a pitch for a product 
So the you know how everyone was drinking uh, Red Bull vodkas at one point, mm-hmm. right? Because you get the you get the caffeine hit, so you could stay up a little longer. Basically, you don't have to do cocaine or as much for those of you who live in Manchester. Only uh, a reasonable <laughs> amount of cocaine. Okay? <laughs> just uh, <laughs> hey, just just a hint, you know, because <laughs> you got this other thing here. Uh, but I came up with this. I was like, people don't like the flavor of Red Bull, so here's my idea: a little packet of pure caffeine. I found a place in China that made caffeine powder, but it was too acidic. I got samples sent to me. They sent me a whole box of caffeine powder. And it was literally like a box. And when you open it, it was just a clear plastic bag filled with powder. And I'm like, how did any of this clear customs? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, what you call it? The subotero said, I never tried cocaine. I just like the way it smells. Uh, well, given, look, now that I, we know that you're from Manchester, it is uh, yeah you can't you can't yeah. escape it out there. <laughs> we know we know you smell it off. Uh, uh, Trevor Rodley said, with the double deformation, they would be perfect for the bank system. <laughs> Trevor Utley coming through with the, uh, with the sounding heat. like a Phillies player, but goddamn it, that was crazy. So anyway, I got caffeine powder, and I and I also got B12 powder. And, and I mixed, mixed it, it, and here's what I thought. We'll have these packets that you could ask the bar to put in whatever drink you wanted. So if you were getting like a Jack and Coke, you could say, yo, give me that. So we were trying to come up with a good name for it. I came up with this name. This is a true story. I said, a bang me. <laughs> so you could tell the bartender, bang me. When you- <laughs> it's just like play on words like a bond me? Like the... Like no, no, no. He's the bang me. You get to tell the, bang, the bartender to bang you. What are you talking about, bond me? I got nothing to do with no sandwiches. For the first time in my life, the ranch has nothing to do with sandwiches. I thought it'd be cool to bang me. What, what was I thinking? <laughs> it, it was so dumb. So dumb. Also, horrific tasting. There was no way to make pure caffeine because you have to extract it from something. There's no way to make pure caffeine that isn't wildly bitter or acidic. It's just impossible. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, look, I'm sure this is not going to be the last of uh, Alexis's, uh, you know, get rich quick schemes. uh, (laughs) Oh, buddy. I submitted it to my marketing professor and she was like, you have to be kidding said, and that's the story of how Alexis ended up in jail. <laughs> Nick Lady put Alexis on sort of caffeine. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, the show just went tits up. Hey, we all know the vibes. This would have resulted in many lawsuits. Hey, it's said on the back of the little packet. It's up to your own discretion. Uh, I, I just came to the bar to get banged. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not interested in lawyer. I don't see what's the, the problem, officer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. American, American Empire, Empire said, said roll to an athlete. You know what? I gotta look through. I still have the the pitch. I still have the pitch folder for this. It's the, the issue is that we have we have the marketing campaign before we have the the the, the product <laughs> that has cleared uh, FDA regulations. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, no, no. It was gonna be a vitamin. I didn't tell you that. Because, because B12, B12, it's a vitamin, vitamin which doesn't have to go through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to go through approval. <laughs> it's considered a supplement. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this you, uh, the, the gang tries to your caffeine. This is at least a, uh, a, a, you know, a, a, a good uh, spec script. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> 100%. Uh, okay. uh, uh, All right. 
Um, I, I wanted to make sure we get to this as well. Uh, we have a, a couple of minutes left that we're going <laughs> to... So at, at least, least you weren't, you weren't pitching, pitching something called Peg. Peg. Then it would be a totally different story. story. Just, Just roll, roll up to an Applebee's yelling, Peg me. <laughs> hey, security, you're not kicking me out. Why are you taking me to the back? back? <laughs> I wanted to, uh, to bring this up because uh, Lionel Messi is in the news again. Um, because This, this is... is I'm going to put the photo in a moment, but in general, I, I, you know, throughout the holidays and Christmas time, all your either friends or celebrities or athletes, or whatever, everybody, they're with their families. They, they're doing the Christmas photos. And I, I just want to credit Lionel Messi here for not wearing matching pajamas with his family because I've not that not to say Can we, we agree, agree that that, that would have been, been an upgrade? upgrade. <laughs> I, I, sure, but at least it would it would have been <clears throat> cliche. It would have been just what everybody yeah, would have been trite. Right. right. The, and, and the and I don't necessarily hate the match, matching pajamas. I, I'm not you know I'm not the Grinch out here. But when everybody's doing the matching pajamas, when literally you're scrolling through Instagram and it's every single post i'm like well nobody's really even trying to do to be unique right. to make christmas their own and i blame the uh, tiktok, TikTok generation, generation where everyone's doing the same thing everyone else is doing well you know you what know? And, and that could i could go on a whole other rant about that because it seems like the algorithms nowadays are only rewarding people who do the same thing everybody else does that is the mm-hmm. point of 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 like that is how you find success on the internet. You can't you either trend, trend or you, you don't, don't do anything. anything. Exactly, and that and it and it kills creativity. Unless you're messy, <laughs> you're like I'm not listening to any well, rule. It's either I refuse to follow. When you go rules. against the grain, it, it is you. You usually have to go against the grain with an unpopular opinion, and 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 and, and in this case, right, like Messi's the unpopular thing is his clothing, and we got to talk about his shorts because out here. Uh, By the way, this photo is from this Christmas. I first saw this photo. <laughs> you know who shared this? This is Lucas, uh, Lucas, Lucas Composey Shanks. Um, look, he's, he runs Tens Club. Uh, check out Who the Fuck are Tens Club. Absolutely incredible. Uh, everyone, uh, get yourself on that mailing list. It's absolutely amazing stuff. I have a bunch of great gear from them. But uh, he always posts photos of players in like fits from like, you know, 2004 right. and like weird looks that you forgot about. I thought this was one of them. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was 2015. I love the throwback Thursday. Lionel Messi's hopping on. <laughs> this. No. I was like, yo, this is this can't be now. This is a recent fo- photo. And Bayer Guna said. This is a week old. This is it's a, Bayer Guna said them jorts is something else, bro. <laughs> bro. It's obviously, can it's, we it, zoom in on them right now? If you're listening, uh, there's a, the, the next photo is a zoomed in photo, but. He's a photo with uh, with uh, Lionel Messi and his wife. I think her name is like Antonella, I believe, or something like that. I think that's her name. Um, you know, you in 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 most in most uh, uh, marriages, right? Usually, the 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 wife is usually the handling the the attractiveness of the couple, right? And yeah, there's usually wife, you look you look to the wife to lead, yes. you know, to lead in that department, and, probably. Probably dresses a little bit better, right? Right. And and obviously the looker, right? And then every once in a while you'll find a guy that's like, oh, okay, no, 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 he's just as beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
but very rare, right? In my situation, you probably think so, but not everyone. <laughs> oh, no, you're right? situation, we know so, Alexis. Everybody tell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's her Alexis' self-esteem right now. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the hot one. I get it. It's, like, no. it's harder to be me. So you understand that, but usually what ends up happening is that when there is a more fashionable partner, right, the, the, usually the wife, she'll be like, honey, let me help you out with your with your look with the, with your with your fashion sense, all right? Because I got to go outside with you. I don't I don't really want to be. I can't be caught out there. Like, <laughs> like there's plenty of times where I like I like to wear some wild shit every once in a while. I'm like, yo, this is great, mm-hmm. right? And I'll I'll put it on, and it'll fit, and I'll feel very confident. And then I'll turn the corner, and my wife will see it, and then I'll hear a rapid fire list of reasons I should not wear. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've seen that Lionel Messi is not the one of the more fashionable people, but these shorts are really you're going you're going too far. It seems like nobody cares. It seems like n- nobody in Messi's life cares about his appearance and how he show the next one. The next one. I want I want you to see how egregious <laughs> and this is what they actually these look are like. These squared shorts. Which okay, I two people are at fault here, Canadians. Okay, because D squared is from Toronto. That's why it's got that little maple leaf there. Right. D squared is based out of Toronto, and two, hood dudes from London. Uh, hood dudes from London wear the icon hats and has made people convinced <laughs> that D squared is an okay company to shop from. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, it is not. This is a war on fashion. This is this is that's not a weed pocket. That's a weed pocket if you're a drug mule. <laughs> Look at the size of this but they, thing. But it, they're also like uh, shorts with a high inseam and cargo. They have a, a cargo pocket. So the pocket is mostly the whole pant leg. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's too much pocket. Also, the the shorts are somehow both. Too short and too long. I don't know how. And they're very clearly jeans that have been cut, which is the weirdest jean short. I don't know. They're long they, pants no, they, that have been because cut. they're stitching around. I don't think they've been cut. I think they came that no, way. No, no. They they did. Yeah. He didn't make them. What I'm saying is these weren't designed as jean shorts. These were designed as pants and then shortened. You could see by like the lines in yeah. the uh, in the in the in the crotch area, if I have to say it that way, I forgot what it was. Uh, Trevor Ali said, "The fucked up thing is those home improvement Cena shorts probably cost more than my mortgage, and we're gonna get there." Uh, I love but, uh, Cena shorts. Sabote <laughs> said, "The funny thing about that picture is that the Christmas tree is actually only a five foot tree." <laughs> but I want you. To, can you go back to the other photo because I want people to see this. His wife, right? And I'm not saying that uh, uh, your significant other should tell you. Somebody said, I don't know why. The, these player photos always look like they're standing in a Ikea display. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> does, by the way, a hundred percent does. I don't, I'm not saying that one significant other is, is, is the one that, but usually there's one person in the family that focuses on fashion, right? Yeah. It's like, there's one person who will be like the final word on Yoda's tight or not. Nah, don't do that. Right. And if you look at his wife, she's wearing a beautiful red uh, dress, mm-hmm. right? Dope looking shoes, everything about what she's wearing says i'm having a good time in 2021 you yeah. know what i mean uh then i look over at the guy whose arm she has <laughs> she has her <laughs> arms around and he's saying i'm taking out the garbage in 2015 that's, <laughs> what, that's a, those are the two different things i'm seeing here and, and it's the same photo and it looks like i can't see the the brand of shoe but it looked like dc shoes you know what i mean like you know those thick tongue oh, they're, skateboard yeah, yeah. <laughs> shoes. my guy's wearing airwalks <laughs> 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 like messy, come on, bro. You're in Paris. Also, now. how tiny is she that she's wearing 
platform heels, <laughs> and it's still shorter than them. Yeah, she's tiny. She's but hold tiny. on, I want you to in the Slack. I put I put a video up. Okay. They went out partying that night. Yeah, it's, it's the, the last thing, thing I put up, and I want you to put this up. Okay, because, because look, when you when you when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, yeah, you, you have a good time. And one of the things that I'm seeing is he's clearly not having a good time in this fit. Yeah, let's keep the music off. This is them dancing that night, so she's taking her shoes off. And he, well, she went dancing. He went standing there kicking a ball. <laughs> Why is he not looking? He has not moved his hips once. But see, but this is the thing with, you know, we, you know, Argentinians are technically Latinos, but they, <laughs> I mean, this they, is a, they're, they're there's a very large asterisk right <laughs> but now. They haven't, this, this is a German-Italian German man <laughs> dancing to Latin music. They haven't fully embraced, like, the culture of, of salsa and, and, and merengue and machata and, like, the, the thing that is really popular all over Latin America. They haven't really, like, embraced they haven't, the way... They have one... They have a couple of, uh, like, reggaeton rappers, but there's a, a lady who's really popular out of there. I can't remember her name. She has bangs. And it's just the worst. Bang me? Reggaeton rapper. Her name Bang Me? (laughs) (laughs) Bang Me, dude. (laughs) We got to sponsor some reggaeton (laughs) albums for Bang Me, dog. I need to make this product. I think it's a good product. Uh, Nick Leishman said, this is offending Alexis as the VP of his high school fashion team. Okay, the VP of the modeling club. We didn't have a fashion team. (laughs) Uh, Nick Leishman said, this is how people dance at Mar-a-Lago. This is great. Uh, Manji Sanders said he's wearing air pockets <laughs> instead of air walk. Um, Manji Sanders said Messi has no rhythm like his football skills. Yep. <laughs> Which is- Yo, can I just say something? This man is clearly only built to play that sport. Like, go back to that video real quick. Okay. I want people to see this. Because if you told me, if you told me that this was a cardboard cutout of Lionel Messi duct taped to a Roomba vacuum, I'd believe you. He's not really moving. It's just kind of like he's just slowly pivoting every once in a while. Yeah, but he has not moved his hips once. I but look at everybody else too. Look at the dude in the shorts behind uh behind him right there. Not really kind of just the same thing. I maybe that this is Oh yeah, this is a family party. His friend group is just simply they just this is not one of their skills. This is not their or 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 do you think they're all first of all his fashion is horrific as well and it's kind of blurry. Uh, but do you think they're all dumbing down their dancing skills because nobody wants to show up messy? I mean, He's probably paying all of their bills. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, basically, Lionel Messi lives the, he's like the Truman Show. Literally, everybody else is <laughs> an actor in his By life. A hundred percent. No one, everyone's there for Messi. Just if this. Messi's bored, two cars crash into each other to give him something to look at while he's driving to practice. Uh, oh my God. Luke Sergio said, All right, Alexis, let's see your dancing moves. You know what? I would be happy to recreate this video. Get Christian in that dress and let's get out by a pool. I would, that's, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm going to be, t- the wife is going to be taller than you, but we'll, we'll make it work. No, no, no. I'll get on stilts. <laughs> also, uh, we looked up the shorts. Yes, we did. We looked up the shorts. First of all, look at the hat on the model. Go up oh. a little bit so they can see the hat. It has a cigarette a tape to it. This is the fashion they've chosen. <laughs> Wait, does the cigarette does it have like a cigarette clip? Or is that I can't tell. <laughs> We're gonna have to go through the website to find the hat. How do I zoom in on this photo? Oh man. There it is. Don't worry about the hat. But you can kind of 
I can't tell if it's. I think it's like a cigarette clip. I don't know if it's a clip or if they just taped it. Who knows? It looks like this guy yells "Get her done" in Spanish. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Let's not let's not lose sight of that. Um, also, D squared D squared is currently having a sale. You can see it here. It's sixty percent off. This stupid pair of shorts originally retailed for seven hundred eighty-five dollars, and at sixty percent off, it is still. $314. They don't even need to do a sale. I mean, who's everybody's? I, I, this is how much I would pay. This is how I look at these shorts and I say this, they are $785. I can see why I, I should have to pay that right now. Uh, I didn't realize that the pocket was uh, camouflage as well. The cargo well, the photo was such bad quality. quality. Not, Not only does he look like he's dressed in 2015, he used a phone from 2015 to take a picture. <laughs> so it was, it was a little bit blurry. But, but yeah, yeah, it's a camo. And look, you can see D-squared. You can see it says Icon. Yeah. These Icon hats, when I was walking through London, the last time we were there, they boot like these Icon hats. That's how popular they are. Well, this is, a lot of like drill rappers is, and stuff is, like that wear them. But this, you've, you've, you've enabled a horrific uh, fashion brand. This is uh, the Von Dutch. Of 2021, bro. This is not. This is 100. <laughs> percent This is not. This is not necessary. This, this is not a good look. I don't know what look. I, the, the, when it comes to the, we're we're in New York, and the fashion sense is obviously, you know, you walk through Soho, the the fashion sense here is like uh, is unreal. So we're clearly, uh, um, sp- I don't know if spoiled is the right word, but we're clearly influenced by being with the fashion capital of the, of the damn world. Um. But in England, way more than whatever is happening here. Toronto don't know what they're doing. No, this is. I don't think Toronto has the internet yet. <laughs> it's just, looking like this. Go, go in there and find the hat. Barry Guna just. I said, want you to find the hat. Barry Guna just said, dressed like lesbian truckers. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, it's cut off sleeve. It's a weird. <laughs> if not, I mean, that's the look. If that's the look they're going for. Uh, what'd you say? Go up. I want you to find. I want you to find the hat. Oh, go up and go to the website and find the hat. Where? It's it's listed very prominently. It's a- uh, <laughs> Trevor Ellie said this guy looks like Granite Shaka tried out for the Machinist too. <laughs> uh, the hat will pop up. Okay. What do you want? D- what do you want? I'm telling you, DCL, DSL, whatever. <laughs> my computer has been a lot slower since uh, when I've been sh- when I've been streaming. Man, this is embarrassing. It's it's rough, dude. It's generally fine, but when there's yeah, when there's a lot of images, it's it's a little bit slower. All right, well we well we, click on we may not be click on the sale hat. button because the hat is for sale. I mean, this is so it's just so much. How much is the hat? Do you know? Did you did you already see it? No, like well, I guess I could probably find it faster than you, but uh, it's just uh, no, it's too much. Meaning like the the look of it, it's just the oh, the okay. fashion itself Gaudy. is just yeah, it's too much going on. Gaudy is this is it's not because Gaudy means like. You 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 went on ah, maybe maybe it is gaudy. I was gonna say gaudy is more like you kind of went overboard, but this is just embarrassing. This is like there's labels on everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> the labels have labels. Yeah. Uh, Headwear. Oh god, everything they put is so weird. I can't. I oh no. What happened? I think I don't know if this is it. I'm gonna put this in the Slack so you could pull it up because I want people to see it for themselves. You get it. Uh, I should see it any second. Okay. So I don't think the cigarette is part of it. I think that was that model's like cool. <laughs> I'm going uh, to oh, make this my own. I'm going to show you. Oh, no. The cigarette 
I think comes with it. <laughs> comes it with is it. a cigarette clip. <laughs> it is a cigarette. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is. It's a leather. Oh, okay, I see it now. It is a leather clip. It's like a leather, um, like stitching. So and, and it, cre- it has a space for you to put your cigarette in. This is this is a wild. Two, but I'm gonna two hundred and twenty eight dollars. Originally three two hundred for a hat. <laughs> I mean. Can you pull up this last link that I sent you? Sure. This is going to be the last one we look at. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, this one. That's how uncool. <laughs> this is one of their hats they're selling. It, did we collab? This is how uncool did the we brand with them? <laughs> this, this hat uh, is, should we sue this brand? This hat it should go for $14,000. That's, that's my opinion. Okay? Send that directly to us. <laughs> <laughs> okay? We're, we are not splitting profits. It is ours. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That, that should come with health insurance. Dude, uh, it comes with one free n- Newport. Um <laughs> This stuff is just, this is horrific. And this is what people, this is why I think footballers just have the worst fashion sense. Some of the younger guys, like if you look up footballer fits on Instagram, man it's just great. Andrew just said, but for the most part. Man just Andrew just said, it's the uncooligans. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Oh well. my God, we're the real icons. Yeah, dude. Uh, okay. Oh, I got to tell my Jeremy Lin story. So okay. I look. Well, well, we'll end on the Jeremy Lin story. So please. Con- go so on. I want to I tell it. I'm going to make it brief. So look, Jeremy Lin once scored 38 points against the Lakers, a very important game in Madison Square Garden. And not only was I there, but I sat courtside. So here's the story. I'm sitting in my apartment and I have shows that night. And my wife says to me, uh, which one? I don't have shows that night. My wife says to me, oh, good. You could come to a family party. And that is the last thing. Sabuteo said he's off to bed. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for uh, subscribing and hanging out with us. You're the best. Uh, My wife says to me, oh, good. You can come to a family party. That's the last thing I want to do. So I said to my wife, you know what? I actually don't feel good. So maybe I shouldn't go. So she. Checks my temperature, right? I'm at 101 degrees. So very clearly, I have a fever. And she's like, you know what? You're right. So why don't you stay home? I'll go to the party. She leaves. And immediately, I get a text from a guy who I performed at a bar show. And I mentioned something about being a soccer fan in the, in the, in the show. This guy had a very thick Spanish accent. He comes up to me and he goes, are you really a soccer fan? I said, yeah. We start talking about you know, the sport of football in Europe. And he's talking about, you know, La Liga. I'm talking about Premier League and blah, 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 blah. He's like, hey, man, you're really cool. Listen, I work for the NBA. I handle all of their promotions in Europe. So if you ever want to go to a game at Madison Square Garden, you let me know. And I was like, I'm going to be texting you a lot. I I lost this guy's number. I get a text from him. The moment my wife walks out of the door, like I hear the elevator go down and I get the, I look at my phone and says, hey, courtside seats Knicks Lakers tonight you want to go and I wrote back yes I go <laughs> I take a, a bunch of day cool I wait like 20 minutes knowing that's how long it's going to take my wife to clear the area so she doesn't see me and I hop on a train I go to Madison Square Garden we are sitting third or fourth row against Kobe right the Lakers he goes for 38 points the whole game it's absolutely insane I can't believe it's me him and like three or four other people that I don't know. I met for the first time sitting so close. The New York Giants had just won the Super Bowl and they're sitting behind us. That's how close these seats are. I'm thinking this guy must be the most important person at the NBA. 
if you're sitting this close, right. the Giants are sitting behind me, right? At halftime, we get to go to the to the VIP food court, right? It's like the VIP like buffet area. And this is everyone. Like everyone is there. Anyone who's important. And they have a carving station where they're they're carving up all different things. They have sushi. And then I see a someone is cutting Kobe beef. And I'm like, oh my God. So they give me these little cocktail plates. I walk over to the plate and I start piling piles of Kobe beef on my plate. Like enough for like six or seven of these plates. And I hear a voice behind me say, hey, you might want to leave some for the rest of us, right? And I turn around and my face is directly in the chest of Allen Houston, right? Like stomach, belly button of Allen Houston, one of the greatest Knicks of all time. And I look up and he goes, uh, damn, man, you're eating all the Kobe, right? And I go, yeah. Just like uh, just like Jeremy Lin is eating up Kobe on the court. And everyone starts laughing, right? But I hear a really deep voice laugh behind him. So I, I look over, and it's John Starks, who, if you know anything about the Knicks, when they signed Houston, he usurped John Starks. John Starks went to the bench because of him. Yeah. So I was like, yo, Ali Houston, get out the way. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, John Starks is here. I'm being me. I'm being loud as hell. I got a literally... A pile, like 900, <laughs> 900 uh, just pieces of Kobe beef on this tiny plate. And I'm like, yo, my God, get out of here. John Starks is here. I'm like, yo, my God, John Starks was good. Yo, fuck Allen Houston. Right? I'm joking around. Everyone's laughing, having a good time. I'm like touching Allen Houston's tie for no reason, right? Everyone's having a good time. I go over, my friends are like, damn, man, why are you being so loud? I'm like, yo, Allen Houston. And then John Starks, I mean, Kobe beef. All of a sudden, second half starts. We go there. We're going nuts. It's a great time. The game ends. I go home and I think to myself, man, that was one of the greatest nights of my life. And every time the game is on TV, I can see myself, the back of my head, right, where I'm sitting. Every once in a while, get up and do something crazy or wild. I was yelling at players for no reason. I kept saying I'm the new Spike Lee for no reason, right? So the game ends a couple of months ago, maybe a year ago at this point, maybe two. I get an alert on my phone that says, like, remember this, or maybe it was like Instagram or something. It was like, remember this moment. Uh, and it was the anniversary. So I put that story up. A friend of mine who used to work for the NBA says, hey, man, your story, I had no idea this was you. Your story is very famous at the NBA offices. You almost got that guy fired. And I was like, what? I don't want to say his name, but let's say his name is Umberto, right? Because it's a, it's a very Latin name. It's a very specific Latin name. So he goes, yeah, do you, you know the story? And I said, no. He goes, Dude, you got to reach out to him. So he gives me this guy's Instagram. I reach out to him and said, hey, man, I just posted the story. And I heard that you almost got fired because of me. And he goes, oh, dude, I've been trying to find you forever. <laughs> He's like, I can't. I didn't have your number. He goes, let me tell you the rest of the story. So here's the story. Apparently, there's two people at the NBA named Umberto. This guy who handled promotions for the NBA in Europe, one of eight people who did that, and had just gotten transferred to the New York office when I met him. And... Again, it's not his name isn't really Umberto. The head, like the vice, the 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 vice president of the NBA at the time, both have the same name, first name. Mm-hmm. So this guy's first day on the job uh, in the New York office was the day he texts me. Like the first day he's like officially in, has his office in the whole nine. And the lady who hands out tickets walks by and says, "Hey, you requested tickets." And he said, "Yeah." And goes, "What's your name?" Umberto. Sees an envelope with the name Umberto and hands it to him. And he opens it. He had requested two tickets. He opens it. He sees five courtside seats. So the first thing he does is figure out, like, yo, let me get a bunch of people that I know to come to the game. He wasn't supposed to sit there. The guy who was supposed to sit there was the Umberto, who's the head of the NBA, the vice president of the NBA, and four of Coca-Cola's top executives. Yes. 
that were just coming to re-sign with, <laughs> with the NBA. So uh, that guy is so pissed off that he's in the nosebleeds, Hilarious. right? He is furious. Him and four of the biggest Coca-Cola <laughs> are sitting only at the top of Madison Square Garden. They belong. And, they're sitting, <laughs> right? and though, he said he felt so bad. He was so embarrassed that he said to them, look, I don't know what's going on with the tickets. I'm really sorry that we're sitting all the way up here. But at halftime, I can get us in the VIP section to at least eat good food. So we don't have to eat concession stand food. So he goes there. And remember when I said that I was being loud? Well, when that guy goes to the office the next day, the first thing he does is search out for this other Umberto. And he goes, hey, man, you stole my tickets. You could have cost us the, the Coca-Cola contract. The whole night is a, a huge ordeal. Dude, I don't think he's like, you might want to start cleaning up your office right now. We're having meetings about you, blah, 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 blah. He goes, and this is a true story. So my buddy, this guy told me, and he looks at him and said, hey, and if I find out that one of those guys that had the seats was the guy making an ass of himself to, to Alan Houston and John Starks and yelled, like Lynn, uh, like Lynn Sanity is eating Kobe on the court. If I find out he's one of them, you're in extra trouble because that guy embarrassed me in front of the Coca-Cola people who happen to be big Kobe fans. <laughs> I almost got that guy completely fired. Okay. I wasn't supposed to sit in those seats. I was supposed to be up in the nosebleed. Meanwhile, I'm yelling, I'm the new Spike Lee. Nothing about this story is surprising or shocking or <laughs> not at all. Everybody, everybody listening right now is like, okay, yeah, this checks out. Yeah, this is this is, <laughs> yeah, this this is the guy who invented bang me would be, <laughs> be yelling. I'm the new Spike Lee. Okay, uh, that is my favorite story of all time. Said, it just got better years later. Uh, uh, Pizza said, and that's the story of how the <laughs> NBA lost their Coca Cola deal uh, and to sign with Bang Me instead. <laughs> yeah, now I would like everyone to know that Bang Me is a product you add to a drink, it's not something you do on its own. <laughs> Incredible, Barry Gooden said, Alexis robbed Coke for a good time. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that is the Jeremy Lin story. Story, a nice little holiday treat, uh, a little New Year's, uh, a great way to end uh, 2020. Great way to end 2021. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody on Twitch, always appreciative and grateful. Everybody came through. It was super, super hilarious. If you want to uh, watch along with us and you want to uh, experience uh, Prem Show on Twitch, make sure you follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Soccer Cooligans or El Twitch. Let's go. Uh, uh, and, and give us a follow, okay? Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff uh, on there, especially in 2022. Uh, so come through. Um, our reminder, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, uh, uh, our show is on Fubo Sports Network. Uh, we have a really great guest lined up for 2021. Can't say just yet because it's not 100% confirmed, but it should be it's someone, a big one. someone you've seen playing on the U.S. Women's National Team, okay? So uh, make sure uh, to come. Maybe winning winning a few things. You, you never know. Things. You know how it is. Uh, so come uh, through and, and check that out. That will be uh, returning on, uh, what is that, the 
the sixth or January sixth or sixth or the seventh, whichever one that first Thursday is. We'll be back. Yes, and uh, yes, obviously the the anniversary of January sixth. Everybody remembers, you know, (laughs) the most important thing that's (laughs) happened that day. (laughs) So, uh, so make sure to uh, check that out, and uh, uh, as always, subscribe to uh, the uh, our YouTube channel and uh, the Cool Against podcast. And if you are listening on Spotify, you can leave. You can now leave ratings on Spotify. So if you're listening to this right now on Spotify, do that. Leave a... Leave a How about uh, this? Leave, leave a, a funny rating, rating obviously, obviously five stars, stars, and we'll read it on the show. How about that? I don't think... You can't review. There's no reviews where you type anything. You just you just leave how many stars. So oh. uh, we'd love to see some. All right, well... You leave five stars and we'll read it on the show. <laughs> we'll read out those stars uh, to, uh, you know, to our listeners. Okay. So thank you, everybody, uh, for, for tuning in. And as always, you know, uh, 2021, uh, a ridiculous year, challenging in more ways uh, than others. Uh, we hope you are, are staying safe. We hope you do not have COVID. And if you do, you, are, you recover from it uh, quickly and fully. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, just stay safe out there because, um, yeah, it, you know, we've heard it, we've heard it enough. It absolutely sucks uh, to get that trash disease, whether you're vaccinated or not. Okay. Um, absolutely. Um, yeah. And that's it, man. I hope everybody has had a good holiday. We, we have a lot of really, really fun stuff planned, uh, for, for 2022. And, and look, the, the more that, you know, people are vaccinated and this damn disease is over, we'll, we'll be traveling more and doing stand up and coming to your city and all that stuff. It's like, it's harder to do, uh, right now, but the, the but hopefully that we can do that stuff soon. We have uh, a bunch of really fun videos coming out. Um, especially the, the, the stuff we did at Everton, uh, is I'm um, telling you, we, we already saw some, uh, some of the cuts of it and I, can't even stress how proud we are it's gonna, of it. It's, it's insane. insane. I, I, I watch, watch it. I'm like, damn, damn I wish I could have went on this. And I'm like, oh, shit, I did. <laughs> oh, that's me in there. You're like, <laughs> you're like Leo DiCaprio. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like, am I watching porn? Who is this <laughs> sexy dude? And that Dominican guy standing there still on. Are they going to hook up? wearing a red dress. Are they going to hook up, you know? Will they want that? So... Um, we, we're super, super proud of it. It'll be out soon. Uh, go to our uh, t- uh, YouTube channel uh, and subscribe to that now because that's where it'll live. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun stuff planned. So, everybody, look, have a, have a great uh, new year. Uh, stay as safe as possible. Keep those circles small. Uh, you know, have as much fun as possible. Uh, you know, just stay safe. Don't, 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 br- don't start 2022 with the damn COVID positive test. You don't want to see it. That's, That's right. right. And, and if, if your cousins coughs, make them go outside. outside. <laughs> they're, they're done. They're not allowed back, back in. in. They can look through the window. window. Okay. You're not, you <laughs> don't even get to clear your throat, Nana. All right. <laughs> nah, outside. Nah. I don't care how long you smoke <laughs> cigarettes for. I can't <laughs> trust nobody. <laughs> you smoking cools or Omicron? Hey, Nana, where'd you get that cool hat to hold your cigarette? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, a, a trucker. trucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, everybody, man. We seriously appreciate everybody out here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, everybody on Twitch, for making this experience even more fun than it, than it normally is. Um, have a good uh new year i have a dope 2022 we hope you had a great holiday and uh yeah stay safe and that's pretty much all we gotta say uh so we'll see you in 2022 uh with uh you know more you know more prem show more podcasts more uh, uh episodes of the tv show uh so we got a lot of fun stuff planned coming up all right so with that said 
uh, exclamation point outro in the chat. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Always grateful. My name is Cristian Polanco. I, I am, am Alexis, Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cool Day!